Welcome to Hexagon Spotlight. This is your host, Jose Sanchez. Faced with a challenging problem statement and very little sleep, University of Arizona mining engineer students created a mine plan in 48 hours with a little help from Hexagon. It was good enough to finish third among 16 schools at this year's SME NSSGA student design competition. Today we have Edson Gedi, Vice President of Professional Development at UA SME Student Chapter. Edson is with us to discuss the team's experience. We appreciate you taking this time to join us, Edson. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Tell us about the competition. Uh, how many teams were involved and how did you actually get qualified to be on the competition? They give you a problem statement. You create a solution for a real world problem and uh, you submit that report. And I, I believe 14 schools, uh, two from South America also participated, uh, submitted reports and uh, only six teams are selected from it. And this, this is the second year that we participated in it, so it was, it was a great experience last year, and it keeps being a, uh, it continues to be a very uh, great experience. We submitted a report, and uh, the best, the top six teams, as I mentioned, go to the second phase, and uh, they have to present at the national conference, or a national SME conference in Denver. On the first phase of the of the of the competition, we have twenty one days in which only thirty five hours can be uh, worked by each element of the of the of the group, and we had six members. Uh, it was myself, uh, James Bourbois, Chris Little, Caleb Brooks, uh, Fernando Gomez, and Stephen Cole. So. We focus on different things. I was the leader of the of the of our team, and uh, I was mainly focusing on uh, creating a geologic block model. And I was in charge of the design of the pit as well, uh, while my colleagues took care of the other sections of the of our project. It was a really exciting experience. Uh, first of all, having the opportunity to actually look at real data, interpret. Uh, filter that data, analyze it, and make sense out of it because uh, in our industry, we deal with large data sets. So our first first challenge was to filter that data and make sure that we don't have outliers because it's very common in huge data sets to have outliers. And uh, once we did that, we submitted everything in my side of my plan, and it was just wonders from there. It's just my plan does a great job on like interpreting the data and you can actually assign uh, each column or each section to whatever you want to do, which makes it easier to interpret. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I noticed in your presentation some of those uh, slides that you guys had with some of the visualization. You can see it right away. You see the outlier, you know, hey, something's up. And I like the way you guys presented that. The problem statement itself, just to understand a little bit more of the process of, of the competition, um, the one that you received uh, um, when you when you got to go to Denver for phase two, um, what, what did that sound like? Uh, every year is different. This year, they, were, they provided us only the essay data, and they treated us as if it was a brand new site. So we were in charge of everything from selecting equipment, uh, analyzing what would be the best working hours for our operators, how many operators we want to uh, have in our site, 
And there was something very particular about this project is that our site was in charge of providing material to a cement plant that belongs to the same company. So they were trying to sell the material that we produce at the lowest cost possible. And uh, so we were selling everything at cost, right? So we were part of a big corporation. So we don't, uh, we didn't try to make any profits from it. Uh, the, all the profits would be made in the cement plant once the material is treated. And there was a real challenge for us because we are always used to talk about profit and uh, internal rate of return, for example. And that was not the case. We were just trying to get lows to, uh, the cost to a minimum and uh, make sure that we produce and meet the requirement for the cement plant. And uh, once we did that, uh, we created a plan. We analyzed the, our site had several streams and wetlands. So we had, we needed to get the environmental licenses to operate. And we had to analyze which streams were over the material that contains, over the greatest material in our property, right? Because not everything would be feasible because we'd have to pay the engineer corps of the corporate engineering for each feet that we disturb and each acre that we deserve for the wetlands. So you have to take that into consideration. We had to take that into consideration. So we were trying to mine everything we could, but only the things that are feasible and that justify it economically. How did you guys um, uh, sort of distribute the hours uh, when, while you were creating the Life of Mind plan? Um, you know, what, was there any challenges or, or anything that you had to learn about each other, even as a team, while you were, were working together? Yeah, there were several challenges. As every team work, we had to we had moments that we had to disagree because that's when you come up with the more creative ideas, right? And uh, it was always trying to challenge every single possibility that we think of. Uh, whenever we came up with a with an idea, it was always analyzing why would it work and why we are running away from the traditional methods. And uh, how would that impact our site economically, uh, environmentally? Uh, we had moments that we worked pretty well in this, and there were moments where the pressure was just uh, <laughs> growing and growing, and we had to uh, discuss several aspects of the project. So, but finally, we managed to uh, keep our teams unified. And uh, we, before we started the project, we had a Gantt chart in which we planned everything beforehand. So it would, it would, we worked for a couple of month, uh, months before just to plan it out and to make sure we assign tasks. And everybody knew once the project starts, uh, what, what would the task be? About the uh, final presentation, and that, you know, I, I, I can imagine... There's some pressure. You just mentioned there's already pressure while you're working, but you know, you're going into the final presentation. Um, you're up against 15 other teams. Uh, what were your, your feelings going into that last presentation? We had 42 hours to work on a presentation. So we, the problem statement from phase one uh, was completely modified on phase two, but we didn't expect that. We were expecting uh, some slight changes and uh, small adjustments to be made. However, uh, they gave us new geological constraints. So it forced us to start everything we did uh, during phase one all over again. And uh, 
we first we panicked because it took us 21 days to complete phase one. And they're asking us to do the same thing all over again in 30, 42 hours. And we had to fit in sleep and eating in those 42 hours as well. So it was very challenging. Uh, so the first 30 minutes, we panicked. After uh, 30 minutes, we took another 30 minutes to analyze the problem and make sure that we knew exactly what was going on. And uh, we went through the process in the same, with the same approach. We started by analyze, analyzing the data, the new data provided, and uh, some of the constraints that they gave us were not realistic. One of the things that you learn as an engineer is always propose further studies on the data that is provided. The more you can improve your level of confidence, the better. So we looked at that data set and uh, they had a constraint called the uh, line saturation factor. And it was very a very tight constraint. It was from, uh, they had a standard deviation of plus minus four. And we looked at the model, what the results we got, and we're like, this is not realistic. So we have to propose a different approach to it. And uh, that suggestion was actually taken as a very innovative, and we were the only team that actually looked at data sets and always looked at the, at the data set that didn't assume that the data set was perfect. And the judge loved it because they said in, in real world, you should not trust any data set that you, that you receive. So uh, they loved it. We created, uh, we worked several hours. Uh, some nights where we only had uh, three hours of sleep. I remember the night before the presentation, I went to bed, it was around 4.30, and we had to be up at 7. Uh, no, 3.30, I'm sorry. And we had to be up at 7 and be ready at 7 because we could present, we could be first and uh, present at 7.30. And uh, my main job was to motivate my team. And uh, I think that was my main approach at that point. I remember being, uh, uh, luckily we were the last team to present. And I remember having my team and I was talking to them and it was like, we worked for 42 hours. So we know this data better than everyone in that room and we should be confident of what we're presenting. And thanks God, it was great. The judge loved it. And uh, there was one judge that actually worked at the site and he said that he considered our presentation as being the best. Yeah, but the difference maker was the report because some schools had better graded report, but uh, it was great to hear from him who actually worked in the project months before and say that our approach was one of the best. And actually he was offering to interview us and <laughs> keep in touch with us yeah. just in case we wanted to work with him at some point. So it was great feedback that we received from judges and even the committee, they organized the event. So I highly recommend this, this competition. And it's, it always helps when you have a great software that actually gives you great results. How did Hexagon help you guys? Hexagon, first of all, provided us the licenses to operate the software remotely. There was a great advantage for us because we were in Colorado and, uh, Without those licenses, we wouldn't be able to actually do 
the, the design part of it. So that was great. That was amazing. And we thank Hexagon for that and for their constant support. This is not the first year. I think it's the second year that actually Hexagon is coming in and helping us uh, work with their software. And providing training before competition was also excellent because they work for you. And it was just great to see the motivation that was coming from the people that were, we were in touch with. So they were constantly motivating us. Uh, the software helped a lot because this is how we got, this is how we interpolated our geologic block model. This is how we created the design, scheduled, created haulage profiles, dam designs. So every data that we had to analyze after we designed came from my site. And that was great. That was great because if you don't have a software to actually analyze the data and interpret the data and give you results, it's hard for you to do such a thing in such a short period of, of time. So that was very, very, very great. How do you feel this is going to shape your career? Uh, my goal is to become a, a good planner. So being a mining engineer and a good planner in this industry, there are not a lot of software that actually do uh, planning as well as the, the mine plan. And uh, luckily, once I graduate, I'll be working with mine plan again as a long-range mine planner. So this experience, this exposure that I had during the competition actually helped me improve my skills. So once I get in, a, in the workplace, I can perform or and exceed the expectation of my employers. So it will play a crucial role in our or in my career, I feel, because this is one of the 3D modeling software that is complete. And we can understand the process from uh, beginning to end, even start parts that I will not be as involved as creating a geologic block model, I understand now. And that will make my job easier in the future because if you understand how uh, the entire process goes, you pretty much can perform because you have a bigger picture. So, Definitely. yeah, I, I feel like it was, it was a great exposure and I, I highly recommend to every mining engineer to understand at least how uh, planning works and having great software has helped a lot because before that, the work that we did in 42 hours would take six months. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. yeah it is, it's a great exposure. I would like to thank Hexagon uh, because of how welcoming they were whenever we introduced the project. Uh, we had a meeting here and uh, we talked to some of your directors and the marketing people. They were all great. They made sure that we were satisfied with the product and uh, we were, we knew exactly what we would do whenever the, the, the project came on. And uh, just understanding that you have your own real projects going on right now and uh, making some room for ours and actually working our work with us in our uh, preparation phase was was more than just some support or financial support. It was it actually took you a lot of time, and uh, we definitely appreciate that. I feel like you have such a welcoming environment, and everybody feels uh, so welcome and part of the family once they start working with you. So 
uh, definitely appreciate that. Of thank course. you very much. Yeah, no, of course. Thank you very much. And we're always happy to welcome A big thank you to our guest, Edson Gibb. For more information about Miners of Tomorrow initiatives, visit our blog at hexagonmining.com. To listen to additional episodes or learn more, hexagonspotlight.com. Thanks for tuning in.